Welcome to Liliana Chats, a podcast where I put my gift of the gab to good work. So put on your critical thinking hats, grab some coffee, and set your busy thoughts to the side. Let's chat. Inspiration, inspiration, wherefore art thou inspiration? Today, let's chat about the ever-elusive concept of inspiration. Why is it so hard to find? Where does it even come from? And ultimately, let's address the question many of us are asking. How can we live more inspired lives? I forgot to say that I am a stay-at-home mom, (laughs) and I have a a two-and-a-half-month-old. So I'm recording. He's here. He's got his binky, and sometimes he's going to make a little bit of noise. You might hear him. Um, If he starts crying, I might have to cut off and just help him. But, you know, that's real life. So here we go. Have you ever had an amazing idea? No, an inspired idea. One that you just knew was going to help you make moves in your life. But for whatever reason, you never acted on it. Perhaps you were wrestling with feelings of imposter syndrome. Or maybe you're spread too thin and just didn't know how to reorganize your time. It could be difficult to manifest this inspiration from the immaterial to the material realm. Nine times out of ten, when I talk to someone who has experienced this, they have a sense of regret for not just doing it. Picture this. You're scrolling through Instagram, and there it is. Your inspired idea, but you aren't the one who put it into action. Someone else did. And now, it feels like it's a little bit too late. This happens all the time. And I have a theory about this paradigm. I believe that all things come from creator. And when we are in a certain vibration, we are open to receiving certain experiences, relationships, and inspirations from the source. I don't think these ideas just go out to one person either. I think they go out to many people across the world who are in the same resonance. Because we are all individualized expressions of the creator, we are lucky enough to be guided toward our path. But sometimes we just don't listen. I know that on a personal level, there have been too many times to keep track of in my own life where I've just refused to listen and act on the inspiration I was given. And this has happened for the reasons I listed before, imposter syndrome, it's simply being difficult and throwing me off. Um, But it's always kind of a bummer. It's always kind of a bummer when I see those ideas enacted upon and I know, I just know that I should have done it. So let's look at what the word means. So the word itself means inhaling in, to blow into, to breathe upon, or to excite and inflame from within. At its core, I do believe that inspiration refers to the breath of spirit within us that is sparking a flame. And to my knowledge, Earth is where we are able to marry complete order and complete chaos. Sometimes our ideas can feel a little chaotic, and inspiration that comes to us doesn't always make sense, at least not right away. I think part of the reason that inspiration is so hard for us to find modernly is because we have forgotten, collectively, how to listen. And we do live fast-paced lives that are riddled with distractions. We have our social media apps, our businesses, our jobs, our 
our advertisements, advertisements in general, and all the things on our to-do list that keep us plenty busy. Many of these things are actually designed to keep us separated from ourselves. Why? Well, if we're thinking and acting for ourselves, it becomes a lot more difficult for companies to make money. Not only do they prey on our insecurities, but they prey on our desires to feel connected to other human beings. So, we feel like we need to be plugged in and in the know in order to truly connect. It's a lie, and it's been packaged up pretty, and most of us are gleefully buying it. Even when we know that truthfully, it's making us less happy in our lives. This disconnection from the self makes it extremely difficult to connect to creator, because creator lives within and through us. We are creators. We have the ability to use our physical forms to put concepts into concrete expressions. But the more we ignore this part of ourselves, the quieter, I find, the voice of inspiration becomes and the louder the voices of distraction become. We get stuck in the comparison game, looking at what others have, and instead of being inspired by that, we become acrimonious forgetting that the grass truly is always greener on the other side. And this is because we can't always see the amount of effort others put in in order to live the lives they live. Sometimes it's the long hours that we've come to know as the grind. And other times it's the deep inner work that they've done, allowing them to thrive. The more we compare ourselves to others, the less presently we live in our own lives. And everyone knows that what you see is not always the full picture. So why do we get so wrapped up in that? How do we put ourselves aside? Why would we put ourselves aside in order to live in misery? It doesn't really make sense, does it? So what can we do to live more inspired lives? I have for you a simple answer that is way easier said than done. I say to live more inspired lives, we need to reconnect with creator and with the creator within. This can look like making your spiritual, mental, and physical well-being a priority so that you are nourished, thinking clearly, and tapped into the breadth of knowledge that Source provides for us. Knowledge and understanding that can be difficult to comprehend when we are too focused on our material lives. And I don't mean that as being materialistic, though that certainly is another distraction. What I mean when I say our material lives is the physical existence we are currently living in. It can be difficult for us to see beyond our current limitations and to believe that there's more out there for us, especially when we are staying plugged into this consumer matrix. Honest self-examination is key when it comes to making changes in your life. If you want to live a more inspired life, it is important to know thyself. When we don't know ourselves, our shadow, and our motivations, it's very easy to get corralled into a pen that we were not interested in being in in the first place. What works for someone else might not work for you, and that's okay. There is no one-size-fits-all solution. I guess, unless you're asking about the honest self-examination, because then, yes, that's a good look on everyone. The reason being... When you are able to objectively look at your life, your behaviors, and hold yourself accountable, no one can know you better than you know yourself, including the corporations that prey on us. When you do this, it becomes harder to distract you, more difficult to siphon your energy off and harness it. 
because we have the ability to guard ourselves, believe it or not. And though many of these brainwashing techniques work, whether you're aware they're happening or not, no, seriously, even if you know what's being done to you at the time, if you continue to consume, it will still work, which is crazy. But the more aware we become, we can choose to become more conscious consumers leaving space for us to think, breathe, be, and become more conscious creators. When we're able to hold ourselves accountable for our thoughts, how we spend our time, what we prioritize, our emotional responses, and our actions, we will thrive. And this is an ongoing process, one that you will find opens back up the floodgates of inspiration. See, how can we listen to the voice of inspiration when we're too busy numbing, distracting, or beating ourselves up? I don't think we can. That's not to say that when we're down in the pits of despair, Creator won't be with us. We aren't forgotten or cast aside because we are out of alignment. We may even catch a vibe here or there, but until we can align ourselves on a more consistent basis, we might not ever be able to accomplish all that our hearts desire. Sometimes it is in our rock bottom moments that we finally decide to surrender to something outside of ourselves, but it's difficult. Many people suffer from religious or spiritual traumas that have closed them off to the idea of a source energy. Many of us, myself included, have been hurt, hurt by others and have hurt ourselves time and time again. This can cause certain trust issues. Trust issues that I believe have been systemically cultivated over hundreds, if not thousands of years. So remember, you are an extension of creator. You are worthy, capable, and creative, whether you've been told that by the world or not. You just are. The question is, will you keep chasing the ever-elusive concept of inspiration? Or will you choose to align yourself so that inspiration chases you? And that's it for this episode of Liliana Chats. If you made it to the end, thank you so much for listening. I've got to go do the dishes and tidy up now so that I can have a more inspired workspace. I'll catch you next time on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, or Spotify for another episode of Liliana Chats. Love you. Bye.